the coach of Rapanorama. I'm just doing my once in a while podcast, eh? Uh, I've been on in a few weeks and I do apologise for that. I haven't enjoyed podcasting, so um, I don't think you should force something if, you, if you're not feeling it or you're feeling negative about it because it's only going to make you, you're over, you, your aura, your, your, your mojo is going to be dark because you don't enjoy it. Um, but it is uh, the third major buy round, as you heard in the song there. Uh, Fitler's gone mental, and why? You know, have a you might as well throw a couple of darts at the board there, Freddie, because you you get pummeled, and uh, I don't know if you're going to be the coach next year. But um, look, we're all you know probably have, we're all probably affected by it, weren't we? I've I've had a gutho, I've got a Cody Walker. A lot of people had a Horsbro. They took a punt on a Kaloa Tungy, and if you're a real sort of pod hunter, you might have grabbed Bradman Best, and he came from the clouds. So. Um, look, it's a major buy around. I'm hearing a lot of messages from people going, hey, I've only got like 11. I've got like 11, including Ben Murdoch, Mastilla and Mawali and stuff. So it's more like nine and a half, isn't it? So um, it's going to be a tough round. And look, uh, the way I look at it is, uh, here's an overview. Here's a bit of Ado Godfather super coach um, advice. Uh, look, if you're in the top 1,000, you naturally play a bit of a careful type game because you almost don't want to muck up where you are and you're kind of trying to hold rank. So if you're up in the top 1,000 now and that's like your best finish or your goal is sort of up around that part, um, you, uh, you're you more into it. You know, you, you've got to play this sort of careful game to, to, to maintain that or to, do, to better it. So, you know, if you've been max trading and you've done some, you know, extra things to get yourself up to that point, you might be saying to yourself, well, I only have like an 11 this week, but I might just hold trades because, um, you know, I, I, I know that everyone's been affected by this and I don't want to overplay my hand. I don't want to panic. I'm, I'm trying to maintain rank. So those people who might make a trade, but they don't feel like they have to try to get themselves to 13 and 14 numbers um, because we're all up creek without a paddle you know so there's that one person and look if you're like me and you're down in the 7,000th and um look I don't give a rat's where I finish every year I, I like to win my head to head so you know I am one of those people that would benefit from holding trades as well because in your head to head finals um slapping a you know a sneaky trade or two in there to get you over the line in head to heads is really important uh, I'm in the cashies and I want to do that so um, I'm the kind of player that despite where my rank is, it's always the best um, practice for me to hold trades. 
Um, but as far as an overall, um, if you're in 8,000th or 10,000th or 15,000 now, um, yeah, you might have max traded and you like you look like you're like, wow, that last seven rounds is going to be tough as. I mean, surely um, you get to play that wild abandoned type game when you're down and you've, you sort of haven't had the greatest year um, and you're not up that close pointy end where you've got to play that mix and balance. You know, you've got to be brave sometimes, but you can't go and screw up, you know, too badly. Um, when you're way down, you're like, well, nothing I seem to do. When I feel like I've had a good route, I only get a couple of green arrows and when I have a bit of a shock around, I go down 7,000. That's right. It's hard going when you're in sort of, you know, seven, four hundred, five hundred, six hundred points behind. Not that it's impossible, but um, I, I play very different from a, a seven thousand five hundred that I do from one thousand. So, um, yes, we've all struggled, you know, for team numbers this week with the way that Origin's been named and, um, you know, with the team list and all sorts. Uh, and as a result, some of us probably were planning one trade maybe this week or two max. We're never going to use the third and we're still only getting up to tw- numbers of 12. Um, I just see, what are your goals for the year? Where do you want to finish? Um, where are you on the ladder now? Because if you're, well, frankly, if you're just out of the hunt big time, it's these Hail Marys that are going to maybe come off for you. You know, you grab a Sione Katoa and he goes over for five tries. Or, um, you know, you might as well just make a play. And then, you know, yeah, it's, you just play that real risque um, last seven rounds, you might have a couple in there and it might, you know, bite you in the ass if teams get injuries or suspensions or restings um, and you the yeah, you don't have the trades to be able to fix it. But that's that risky game that you can play because you've already played a haphazard game to be that far down in the ladder and to already be sort of really worried about trades. What, what What's going to happen now if you can serve trades? All these people up in the top 1,000, they're playing that game that's saving trades. They probably already have more trades than you. So, yeah, that's my that's my advice. Is um, sometimes I get a little bored playing the old conservative game. I like just doing the risky things, you know. <laughs> like people who brought in Dallin with Tenny's Alesiak and he's going over for a hundred tries. You know, that's that's the kind of stuff you want to just jump on. Uh, so look, um, I, I love playing the old Hail Mary game and I love going hard or going home. And and that is something that, you know, if you listen to me in five weeks when I've got no trades left and I can't even fill the team, I'll be I'll be pretty dark about it all and say, why did that idiot in round 19 say, just go for it, lads, just give it your best. Um, but nevertheless, I'm living in the moment. And at the moment, um, you know, I got hit. Uh, losing a few players from the round 19. I haven't really done very well over the buy period. So, um, yeah, I'm willing to just have a little risky, uh, you know, extra trade. I'm going to devalue my price. I'm going to drop the price on what what my trade is worth um, because – I ain't going to come in the top 1,000 and um, I'm not going to gain on the people that are above me, this, the other four or 5,000 that are, that are ahead of me, closer to the top 1,000. So you've got to do something different than them um, and it's, you know, maybe you just have to price a, a trade at like 40,000 or 30,000 instead of 100,000. That's what I normally, you know, rate them as uh, worth. Um, but yeah, so that's it. I'm playing with a little bit of risk, risk A. Um, moving forward because why not might as well just have fun with it <laughs> you know up until the end have the wild you know we're walking on eggshells with little you know real skinny trades up towards the end um you know it's always a fun game to play anyway 
let's move it on to teams. Uh, I'll just go really quickly through it, all the ramifications. I'll probably pick from every team that's playing in this buy round. I'll give you my player to own for a super coach purposes while I'm reading out the teams. Um, and we'll have a look at the trade trends. Um, I'll give you my two cents on whether I like and what I don't like. Um, because, you know, I think that we should probably look at our round 20 as well um, when we're looking at numbers because I think we've seen from the other buy rounds, the big major buy rounds, um, the round after is <laughs> bloody harder. And I think that's going to be the case again uh, post this big major buy round. So um, let's go through. I'll, I'll have a look at what I'm planning for trades and uh, what do we want? Captains. I think it's pretty obvious. Get a slice of Nico Hines this week. Uh, but we'll move on, have a look at uh, teams, uh, ins and outs, and I'll give you a super coach player from each team. All right, kicking off our uh, buy round, the last of the major buy rounds. We've got the West Tigers up against the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. This looks like a bit of a one-sided affair, but let's go with the, the Tigers to start with. Nofaluma is out, Naden out. And Twal is going to jump out of that team. Kapoa is going to go in on the wing. Talao is going to go into the centre. Um, and James is going to come in on the bench. Um, Bloor has moved from the second row back to the bench. And that's got John Bateman back from lock into the second row. And I'll tell you what, um, it hasn't been a fun own of John Bateman at the 13. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely not a 13 in my opinion. I think he's um, better running, um, you know, an edge back rower uh, kind of line. So um, he's going to go back to the second row. And Fanua Pole is going to go from the bench into lock. And I think he's a very good um, 13. So um, those are the changes in there for the West Tigers. Over for the Cronulla Sharks. Hamlin Ueli, um is out and Finucane is out of that team. But Toby Rudolph's going to come back into that team. He's been out for a while. Uh, and Colquhoun, I don't know how to say it, so I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, is in on the bench. Cameron uh, McGuinness is going to go from the bench into that lock. Um, look, I'm going to say this could be an absolute smash-up. Um, you know, the Tigers are going like an absolute busted. And these Cronulla Sharks, um, they look... Phew, strong. They look like a full strength team. So, uh, look, it could be an absolute bloody cricket score out there. Uh, and, but it may not be, you know, um, th th that's the thing too. You can't look, you look at this and you're like, I'd love to own my sharks commodities. Um, for super coach purposes, it's, it's not, it's not the bad hiding, owning the sharks from here on in. Would you want your sharks now, particularly because of this matchup and the run home? Uh, so look, obviously the big things, um, you know, there, uh, is that <laughs> Cronulla sharks are in good shape, um, team-wise, especially with uh, Yuniko Hines, you know, not making the Origin team. Um, obviously, the commodities that I'd like in there, um, you know, I've got uh, John Bateman. Some people I've seen, you know, grab a um, Papali'i, um, but oh, he, I don't think he's on for this year. Um, obviously, people have owned Buller, and I can't believe some people are selling Buller. I know he's up against the giant um, BE, and it's probably not the best matchup in the world, but surely you don't sell greed ticks this week. Just don't do it. I mean, yeah, look, he could lose all, a lot of his value actually up against that big break even. So, um, look, I don't really love anyone. I, I, would be, I wish I could sell John Bateman, but he'll probably come out and play a decent game. Come on, Johnny. Um, and over there for the Sharks, um, obviously it's Nico Hines. Uh, look, you know, I've been an owner of Ronaldo Mulitalo for um, a while, and I've wanted to own him since the start of the season. Um, look, uh, people... Uh, 
are grabbing Talakai, and I'm going to be one of them as well because Talakai's had a terrific base, um, and I've really liked the Sharks. They're really slick and fast in attack, so I think that the run home um, there could be some there could be some tries on for these um, backline players. Um, look, you know, people because uh, the whisperer said he said grab Shioni Katoa. You know, last week wasn't the week for it, but um, he could he could get on for a bag of tries this week as well. So, like I was saying at the start of the show, if you're feeling risque, um, look, you, have you watched the um, West Tigers run around in recent times? And have you had a look at the Sharks against the lower teams? Um, yeah, it'd be a minor miracle if this week wasn't a good week to own Sione Katara. And he's cheap as chips. You get a Billy Smith across to him. So, yeah, I don't mind a little punt on him. Um, you know, Ramian, it's, that's, if you buy Katara, I bet you Ramian, because he's got a bit of the glue hands, will score four tries and Katara will get nothing. So you can go on and buy G- Ramian. He's cheap as chips as well. Um, but look, yeah, I think there's a few options. Obviously, Nikora is having a ripping season as well. If you don't have him in your second row, um, I really reckon you could have him and play him and um, every game, you know, he's even half capital. That's how consistent he's been. Um, but yeah, I just reckon the Sharks are going to smash him. Um, look, if you've got free loops, you might as well just VC Nico, but you're obviously going to take a cheap score from him in a buy round. You don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Um, this is, you know, people are like, oh, you just straight see him then. Well, in a buy round, I just want to cover the scenario that Nico goes out and gets a HIA cat one in the first hit up and then um, straight captors are pulling their hair out and at least we can get a look at a loop. Why don't you? These are the rounds you do. It's the most unrisky VC of all because we've all just got razor thin teams. You're getting your top 13. So yeah, um, I'm going to VC Nico uh, and I think it's going to be an absolute smash up. Um, moving on to the St. George Illawarra Dragons up against the Canberra Raiders. Um, future changes there and why wouldn't you because they're going like an absolute bloody bastard aren't they um sloan is out um moga is out and ben hunt's off to origin obviously and hunt is off the bench as well paul turner uh is going to come in and has he even had a game in there um he's uh new i think yeah and he's going to go into the fullback uh suli is going to go into the centers um amon is going to go into 5-8 and russell is going to come on the bench um and Sullivan's just going to move from 5'8 to cover Ben Hunt in lock. Over there for the Raiders, Horsburgh's obviously got his origin berth, and Solo um, got that bad HIA, so he's gone. Trey Mooney's going to come in on the bench, uh, Nick Kotrick uh, on the bench, uh, and Holler is going to go on the bench. Mariotta is going to go from the front row into lock, uh, and Gula is going to go off the bench into the front row. I'm going to say um, the Raiders in this one. Obviously, I was saying the Sharks in the first one. Uh, St. George... Um, you know, I'm a Ben Murdoch Basilla owner and I don't uh, think I'm counting him as a number. I count him as 0.3 of a player. Um, but is there anyone else that you'd like to own in there? Um, not for mine. Um, really, Jack DeBellin possibly would be the most alluring type one in there, I reckon. Um, so that's all I've got for you. Over in the Raiders, um, look, I, I don't mind Hudson Young, actually, um, now that he's been cut from the Origin team. I don't mind this matchup, actually, as well. You know, not probably as juicy as the Cronulla Sharks one. Um, but the Raiders are in pretty good form. Um, I don't... You know, yeah, I think that this could be a good matchup if you have a tickle on a Raiders player. And, uh, you know, Hudson Young, he's going to probably score you 50, 40, 50, 60 most weeks. Um, but he could be on for a try or two as well in these matchups like this. Um, anyone else I like in there? Um, I see a few people going a punt on Tomoko. I just don't think he's got the huge, huge ceiling. Um, Tapani is... 
um, somebody that is a good uh, premium front row forward jewel. Um, I'd be happy to grab him if you're looking to get an extra number. He'll score you consistent. I mean, look, he scored well last week because uh, I was like, surely with uh, Big Papa out, he's going to get extra minutes. And I was worried because it didn't look like he got heaps extra minutes. I haven't looked at it. But um, just give him some bloody minutes, Ricky. He scored like 80 or 90 if he played like 10, 10 more minutes. Um, yeah, and look... Uh, Tappany, Hudson, Young, they, they're my guys. Um, Parramatta Eels up against the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, the Parramatta Eels, they've lost Gutho off to origin. Gutherino. Moses is obviously into origin. Campbell Gillard is going to go off to origin. Um, now you've got Lumiloon on to the wing and Moretti is going to come in on the bench. Sean Lane is back on the bench. Oh, does that spell like uh, worry time once, um, you know... Uh, Hopgood, once this round's done, maybe Hopgood will start going down, uh, you know, and not get the minutes we want from him. But um, that's that's future super coach problems. Uh, Sean Russell is going to go from the wing to the fullback, cover, covering Gutho. Um, Arcee's going to go in from the 5'8 into the halfback. Junior Paulo, obviously, left out of the origin there, is going to come back into the front row. And Maddo, sexiest man in league, in my opinion, um, is going to go back from the bench to 5'8". Uh, over for the Warriors, you've got no changes um, from the team that was there last week. Obviously, Sean Johnson has been named, um, but we do know with SJ that he's got a child um, very imminent uh, in his uh, life. So um, he obviously, if, if that clashes with the game, he's not going to be available for this week. That'll be a real dagger for people who have lost Moses or... Cody Walker, all those ones, and then you lose an SJ. So you, if you own him, you're praying um, that he does. Um, and if you own any uh, Warriors commodities, you're really hoping that he plays as well. Um, look, the players that I do like in there is Chance. He's having a ripping year, Chance. Sorry, just had to do the old throat spray. Um, but I'm not interested in, in him one iota if there's no um, Sean Johnson. I mean, look, if you own him, he's you know certainly a perfect hold and play. I think Chance has a pretty good floor and he'll just uh, keep trying his guts out. Um, but it's like um, Nico, you know, he every everyone in the Sharks team, super coach-wise, does better when Nico's in there. And that's the case with Sean Johnson. It's been like that all over his career, basically. So um, people brought in Dallin with Tenny Zelezniak chasing points. I like the ones that already owned him before that because they deserve the points for being such lunatic super coaches. Um, but look, if you owned him this week, I reckon he could get some joy in there against that Parramatta Eels lineup. Um, look, you take out Gutho and Moses, that's their real diamond pieces. They've still got some strong players in there. Um, but look, I think it all hinges on Sean Johnson. If he plays um, and you didn't own Chance, Nick Klockstad, I probably think him and Izarko are two players for this round that I'd really like to own. Um, Dallin, I wouldn't buy him, but I'd be happy that I own him if Sean Johnson is playing. Um, look, anyone else in there people own? Tohu Harris, obviously, um, and Adam Fanua Blake. Uh, look, he's been a little bit quieter than he was. He was dynamic, unbelievably dynamic a little while back. Um, AFB, but I don't mind like a him or a Tuppany or a Jack and all these sort of, they just get a consistent 60 or I think out of all of them, uh, Fanua Blake probably has the biggest ceiling, doesn't he, out of all of them. Um, but any, or maybe Tino, he's becoming a try scorer these days. But for this round, um, AFB is fine, fine by me. Um, look, I'm going to tip the Warriors in this one. I just think, um, you know, you've got a Sean Russell in fullback. You've got Brendan Hands in the in the nine. You've got Arcee in the uh, seven. And Maddo, who's the most experienced player there. Um, and he can't, what can he do? Can't pay a fine.
can he? <laughs> Instead of sitting out four games. Um, but yeah, look, I just think I reckon in those key positions, I think the Warriors are stronger if Sean Johnson plays. So I'm going to be tipping uh, the Waz up the Waz. Um, next game is going to be the South Sydney Rabbitohs up against the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Um, Kenner's going to go out of that team. Cody Walker's off to Origin. Um, so that was one of those ones we weren't all expecting, but it was always a possibility. They're always going to lose their patience with Lua eventually. Um, Kaloa Matangi's got to call up, and we've been calling for that a long, uh, for a long time, I think, as New South Wales fans. Um, I did say to people who was they were bringing him in a few weeks back uh, when he hadn't made the team, and I was like, well, it's always a bloody chance, and he's got a, a call up. Obviously, Cam Murray uh, into the team, and Cook uh, is off for origin as well. Tass is going to come in on centre. Hawkins is going to go into the 5'8". Lovett is going to go into the second row. Mamazoulis is onto the bench, and tell us Dun- Duncan on the bench. Um, Tyrone Munro, he survives. But he's going to go from the centre to the wing. That's probably better. He had a pretty decent start as well. So if you're looking like a, you know, for a safe downgrade who's going to play this week, maybe he's your guy. or One of the guys you can think of. It's not the worst matchup of the world against the Dogs. Uh, Shaq Mitchell is going to go from the bench into lock. Um, over to the uh, Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Uh, Perham is going to go uh, out of the team. Alamotti's out. Addo Carr's off to origin. Rajab is going to go out of the 5-8. Uh, Braden Burns will go into the team, into the centres. Wilson is going to come in onto the wing. I think that's an easy debut. Um, what, what are we going to do to get Skelton in there? You know, play one of these other ones on the in the centre and get or in the wing. Get him in there. He looks a bloody talent. Um, Toby Sexton is a mid-season uh, switch and he's going to be straight in. Sexton um, and Flanagan is going to come in on the bench. Um, mate, Avrilo is going to go from the centres to the fullback. Oh, I mean, I think he could half score all right in fullback. Avrilo is a bit like uh, drink water. Maybe not as good, but he's um, got the sort of drinkies about him. Um, Matt Burton is going to go from halfback to 5'8", because obviously um, Sexton's going to play halfback. Uh, and Moran is going to go from the lockback to the bench. Ryan Sutton's going to go from the bench to the front row. Toppany is going to go from the bench to centre. He's going, oh, that's an interesting one. Give Skelton a bloody game. Um, and Raymond Fatala-Marin is going to go uh, from the bench into lock. Now, I'm going to tip, um, well, I mean, if the dogs can't win this game, if you if these dogs can't win this game, you know, ask for your membership back, dogs fans, because honestly, you should be able to beat a team that has lost Cook Murray, you know, um, Cody Walker, Kaloba Tuggy. I mean, surely they can get the job done against these guys in here, eh? Surely. I'm going to tip the dogs. I want to tip the dogs because they... They've got to go out there going, this is one we've got to bank, haven't we? Um, super coach-wise, look, I don't love anyone from South, unfortunately, because Cody Walker's out of the team. So I own Alex Johnston, and uh, he's a much less desirable um, commodity without Cody Walker. And that would be the warning on Munro as well, who's held his spot in that team uh, and his bottom price cheapy um, because – I mean, this week, how many? How much? How's the attack going to look? You know, coming from Hawkins and Ilias, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I just worry about all of the commodities in South at the moment, uh, those backline ones, and I wouldn't actually touch them um, for the dogs. I just um, don't love anyone either, to be honest. Uh, look, you know, people who've owned Jay Preston, he'd probably be a nice uh, little piece there for you for this round. I don't think I'd own Marnie. Um, you know, Burton and Sexton, nah, nothing for me in there. I don't like owning Karaz. I regret bringing him back. Um, he'll probably go and score 100 now. You know, so that's that's it. There's no commodities, really, I think, for both of those teams just because of who's out of the team. And, um, 
you know, who's going to be anything for your super coach. So I'd be going the ceiling ones. I'd be grabbing like a Sivo. I'd be grabbing a, um, you know, a Sione Katoa. You know, go for one of these ones. Grab yourself a Sebastian Chris. Go and get one of these ones that might go over for three tries and four try assists and get you one of those round 19 big daddy scores. All right, let's have a look at the trade trends. I'll give you my two cents on it. We'll move on. All righty, let's go to the most traded out player, and that is Billy Smith, um, who's not having a good old time over there at the Roosters, whether it's injuries or these, you know, really shit, you know, attacking games from the Roosters, which is not reaping any points in Supercoach for any good players. Um, move him on. He's only worth 360,000. Look, you move him now and you can at least say you made your 71K. You can get over to Tawari. You know, you can take a punt on a Sione Katoa. And I just reckon you might as well have a little fleeting dig, you know, dig at someone for this week for a big, big daddy score. Um, maybe the conservative players are probably just saying, well, I'm not wasting a trade moving him out. He's, you know, he's, if he plays, I'm not, I just hold him to the end. I'm going to play him in an emergency if I have to. So, um, yeah, it all depends on your approach, but I just, you know, it's a pity that he's not worth more. And it's just because, um, you know, he should be on your never again list, Billy Smith. God's sake, I just keep falling for it. Uh, and I'm not, I always say I'm not going to do it again, but I will. I'm sure of it. Number two on the list is Jareem Buller. Um, Buller has made $445,000 for the year. That means he's been an exceptional cheapie. Um, look, this is a real shite matchup, but look, you never know. Um, you know, the, you never know. He's certainly got super coach attributes about him. Um, and, you know, he's got himself a couple of tons uh, and a 95 this year. So, look, the Tigers are going like a busted. He's got a break even of 151. So let's just say he goes out and scores 80. He's going to lose you 60K. So I don't agree with this one. I just reckon, um, you know, people now, for me now, at this point in the season, I don't really want to generate cash. 50 or 60,000 doesn't matter to me. It's I want to get points. So you got yourself a green dot this um, week in Jareem Bula. He has multiple tons for the year coming from a cheap. He's made 445. Um, and he's, he looks, the kid looks like he can play. So um, in my opinion, yeah, look, you've got a 43 and a 16 in the last couple of weeks, but he is a green dot. He has shown that he can go big for, for a rookie. He can go big. Um, so I would just be holding him, you know, and saying he goes and scores me a 70 this week. That's well worth the the, the, the little 60K loss I'm going to get on him because he's up the, up against the big break even. So, yeah, it sucks when you lose all the money that you, you made off someone. But he's made 445000 Uh So you've probably made more than you, you know, you've made well and truly more than 60000 that you lose just by taking one little advantage of him um, in playing him in a round where he's available because he's got 100 in him. I bet you, you sell him, you 5.2% of people, and you watch, you'll go out and score 100 this week. Number three on the list is Josh Schuster. Um, he's made his 139000 uh Josh um, he's worth 380000 so he's in that Billy Smith sort of price point. He's not playing this week. He's got the handy jewel, you know, in the 5'8 second row forward. But um, look, oh, <laughs> movie, Bond, it's just not, it's not, it's not there, is it? What's he done? He's, he got the 106 and tricked people, didn't he, Josh? You know, and it's been pretty much garbage after after that. Uh, yeah, move him on. Uh, number four on this is William Warbrick. Um, he's... Um, Got the old injury in there. I don't know what that was for. Did he get HIA? I don't know. Um, but he's uh, made nearly 400K for the year. He's worth 598,000. I'm all for it. Move him on. Uh, especially now you see, well, is he going to go out of the team? I'm sure Meany's not going to get dropped from the team because Paps is looking like he's, 
get him in. He looks ready. Um, so, yeah, look, move him on. Uh, he's, he's got decent enough money so that you can make decent moves, I think, with him. Uh, and now's a good time to do it um, if you need to bolster numbers for this round. Uh, number five on the list is Taruva. He's worth 501000 Uh Same reason. You know, I think, um, you know, look, in these teams like Melbourne Storm and Panthers, I'd probably prioritise, you know, if I... I wouldn't sell Warbrick and Taruva before Billy Smith, you know what I mean, or Schuster, because the William Warbrick could have a game where Melbourne are humming along and he gets four or five tries, and Taruva can do the same thing because Penrith Panthers are a pretty bloody handy team. So, um, yeah, sell them. They're sellable, you know, but I'm just saying if you're prioritising who you'd sell first, um, I reckon these guys worth maybe putting lower on that list. Number six on the list is Campbell Graham. Um, yep, move him on. He's suffering some injury uh, problems. You know, you've got him missing from the team this week. Um, so he's worth the, the money that can do something nice in your team. Uh, he's been very good for Honus. Oh, probably was targeting him at a point at a point in this season. Um, but I think now with him, it's the same with Cody Walker is I was happy to hold him. Um, you know, and get this round out of him. And if you had Campbell Gray uh, as an available one for you this week, that'd be really handy. But because he's not in there for this week, he doesn't serve one of his great purposes and you move him on. Number seven on the list is Alamotti. He's been dropped. Uh, was he dropped out of there? Is that that's what happened? I don't know. I just got in and started re- recording. I didn't really see any reasons why. Um, yeah, move him on. He's only worth the 394. Yeah, I'd prioritize him ahead of Taruva and Warbrick. Um, he's just not worth as much. Um, number eight on the list is Nick Meany. Uh, he's been very good this year, Nick Meany. He's actually lost money, um, on his total, but, um, he's averaging 67.4 Meany. Um, the last few weeks is 58, 41, 37. Yeah, I reckon you can sell Meany. Um, look, Paps is looking bloody sensational in the old training videos and all that, running like the wind out there. Um, I reckon you can sell Meany. He's being a good own. Um, you know, like, that's the thing. Nick Meany and bloody Alex Johnston with no Cody Walker in there, they just don't feel like um, good owns. Look, Nick Meany has put up some pretty bloody good scores this year. Um, this week, one of my scenarios, I could sell Meany or I could sell Gutho, who was one of the tragic losses from this round. Um, if I could make the money work and sell Meany uh, instead of Gutho and, and hold him instead, because he's got the nice break even because he had such a ripping score last round. The next round, I think he plays the Titans, Gutho. You, you should back up. You're not going to get too many minutes in origin. So, yeah, if I can make the money work, I would rather sell Meany for sure. Um, obviously, with Paps sort of coming back and also... You know, Nick Meany hasn't been scoring as well. So, um, you know, Gutho's probably one of the absolute best options you can have in the fullback this year. It was just a pity that we bloody lost him to origin. Um, number nine on the list is Sean Kepi. Uh, what's he worth? 403000 Yeah, sell him. Sell him. Uh, number 10 on the list is Cody Walker. What a pity. He's been very good this year, Cody. Um, and I was probably, because, you know, if you get to your head-to-head finals, you, you don't want your South players, uh, the real expensive ones in there, uh, because, you know, they're um, on the buy in the last, when it's head-to-head finals. So um, I would have held Cody and obviously loved having him this round, um, but actually he's on the sell list now for me because I probably always intended on selling him, and now that he's not this useful piece for me this round, I'm going to move him on. So I agree with pretty much everything on that list. Uh, except for the Bula. Obviously, he's a green dot, and I just tried to look at the pros and cons of it all. Just take the 60 grand hit. Take the 60 grand hit, because he can get 100 this week. It's just like Supercoach. The Supercoach 
you know, Juju will make Bula get you uh, get a hundred for everyone else, and you'll just sit there kicking yourself that you sold him. So um, that's the only one I disagree with. Let's have a look at the most traded in. All right, number one on the list is Tyrone Munro. Um, look, 16.4% of people bringing him in. Um, look, he is, he's held his spot, um, and he scored well in the first one um, in a 65. But look, for me, I kind of think of um, strong plays, um, and I don't know if the outside backs for the Rabbitohs are good plays this week with um, Cody Walker out of the team. So, um, you know, you... Munro might be someone who holds that spot for the rest of the year. And because he scored well in the first one and once Latrell's back and everything, he could be somebody that goes up hugely in value. And one of your last moves is you move a Munro who's worth 600000 over to someone else for your finals or for your final run home. The thing is, um, is that it's not necessarily a good play this week. And if you want somebody, get yourself enough. Get yourself someone who's been named to the team only because a team's got lots of people in origin or whatever. I don't know who, you, who you're looking at. The the dogs have got one in there on the wing. And um, the, yeah, there's loads of them in this round. So that's what I'd be doing instead of a Munro personally, because it's not necessarily a strong play. And look, if you really want to make some money, that's the only thing that would make me get Munro instead of a legitimate enough because I don't know if he's like, uh, has he hold us? Is he, is he earned that on merit that spot? Cause yeah, you might just be stuck with something that's a little annoying for the rest of the year. And is not even a very strong play for this week. But you, now that I've said it, you watch, you'll go out and get four tries. Number two on the list is Ronaldo Mulitalo, 6.4%. He's having a good year. Um, Ronaldo. So you, you want to own him. If you're looking for sharks commodities in this round, I think um, 6.4%. I own him and look, he's a very good um, finisher and he can get um, those big type scores, but it's very consistent this year as well. He's only had that one sort of absolutely pull your hair out game of the um, nine. And that was in round one. The scoring has been pretty bloody good in every game since then. No big hundreds though so maybe this is the week for it but I love owning a Ronnie Mulatalo. Number three on the list is a bit of a curvy one. It's a bit of a, it's a bit bold, it's a bit spicy. William Kennedy um, look obviously we lose Gutho and people lose Gutho and they go down to a Kennedy. You make yourself a good um, bankroll off that transaction. Um, look William Kennedy is a bit cheap and nasty if you're looking at it from a super coach point of view because um, there ain't no, oh there's one ton this year in round two, um, he hasn't got a huge, huge ceiling. Um, and he can ha- he can crack out a low one as well. We've got a 23 in there as well, 45. So, you know, you buy him this week from a Gutho who, you know, we've seen Gutho score three tons in a row or something. So does he have a ton in him? If he's going to do it any week, it's going to be this week. So I just want you to know it's cheap and nasty. But um, look, he's nearly averaging 70 for the year. He's averaging, uh, where are you, mate? Where are you? Average of 69.9, averaging 70 for the year. It's not going to be the worst own. It's just, yeah, it's it's cheap and nasty, but it's not going to be the worst. He'll probably, he's playing fullback in a, in a, a really great attacking team. You know, Nico in there, so he would be chiming into that back line. So oh, I'm running out of breath, but yeah, I don't mind it as a cheap and nasty. 5.7% people doing it. Um, number four, this is Nakora, who's having a ripping year, 5.2%. He's been a really nice own for people um, because he's having a year where he's averaging 73.7. Yeah, he's been a terrific own for people who took a punt on him this year, um, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. Um, look, Joe Tuppany's number five on the list. Uh, it's not the worst matchup in the world. And Joe Tuppany, uh, he scored us 80 last week and he scored a 71 the week before. Um, with him, I just worry about the minutes. When are you going to give him some minutes, Ricky? Let's have a look. Well, yeah, the, 
It was in the 50s, and then we've gone right from around 13, 68, 73, 61, 50, and 59. Um, we have had injury games now. I just love him to play 65 minutes, Ricky Stewart, you... But, yeah, look, I reckon in your front row forward, your second row forward, like I said, you can go your DeBellins, you can go your Tappanies, you can go your Tohus. Um, yeah, you know, grab yourself a Joe Tappany, he'd score all right for you. Number six on the list is Nico. Surely everyone's just... He's 100% owned now. That's just the people getting in there with the last of it. You know, the last people to own him. Yes, you want Nico. Yes, you want to put the VC on him. Uh, Valance Taware, 356,000. Branko Lee is fit and Taware has healthy spots. So I don't mind him as a bit of a downgrade slash play option for people this week, actually, the big fella. Um, Yeah, I'm all for it because I just reckon he looks like he's got, you know, he's a tackle buster. Um, and I reckon he can, I reckon he'd be a decent super coach sort of backup if you need him. Uh, Matthew Moylan, that's a bit cheap and nasty as well, isn't it? 465000 in the 5'8 position. It's That is cheaper and nastier than Kennedy, I reckon, because what's he averaging for the year? All right, 51.4. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I love it, Matt Moylan. He did well last week, though, didn't he? he Maybe they're warming up. Scored 108 last week. Feels a bit po- chasing points-ish for me. Um, I'd probably be looking... Oh, It'll just probably pay off for these lunatics, these 1.9% bringing him in. Blake Braley is the next one on the list. He's at 530,600. Um, he's having a pretty good year, averaging 57. It's a bit of a dark old spot for super coaches this year, uh, hooker, but he's really consistent. Um, he's got a low score of 30 this year, um, but, you know... Most of the time, it's a 50, 60, you know, 70, 80. So I reckon um, if you're looking at a second hooker, you know, if you're not like me, just going, I'm going to have Sonny Luke and regret that I ever owned him and Harry Grant, you know. But if you're looking for someone in there as your second piece, um, that you, maybe you got a, you had Cook and, and Harry Grant, maybe you want to move one of them on. I don't reckon um, he's going to do terribly um, at all, you know, on scoring-wise within – 10 or 15 of them, probably. Um, Blake Braley. So, I don't, yeah, it's a bit sort of no frills, but go for it. Number 10 on this is Hudson Young. Um, he's obviously been punted from that Origin team, um, pre- bringing him in. He is one of those ones that um, is pretty consistent scorer. Sometimes it's 40s, you know, if he doesn't get any sort of attack, it's a 40s and, you know, he doesn't you know, get through heaps and heaps of work. But the last couple of weeks have been a 76 and 93. I like this matchup for them as well. And I would be putting him in your multis, your same game multis for a try this week. So I'm going to green light that one because um, he's cheap as chips, 573,000. He is a try scoring second rower. Um, and I reckon he might be a bit dirty this missing that origin team. So I reckon he could be having a ripping game, uh, you know, in the, in the future. So, Let's move it on to, what do we got? What am I trading? Yeah, let's have a look at what I'm trading. All right, my first trade is going to be Cody Walker out. Like I said, um, I didn't want to, I wanted to clear my decks of South's players and and I would have happily owned him even for another week or two or whatever. I wasn't going to rush sell him at all. I just wanted to get rid of him before the final round. Um, But now that he's got that origin call up, um, for me, it's just, you know, move him out because of his value at 730,000. So he's out for me. Um, I'm also getting rid of Billy Smith. I know I'm going to put him on the never again list, which is a real, it's a lie. I'm never going to, my list doesn't exist. And I'm going to put him on the non-existent list. 
Um, and I want to sell Gutho as well. Um, I don't know if I want to sell Gutho because I think obviously in Origin as the utility there, he's going to probably get limited minutes and he will back up in round 20. Their draw is not the easiest as the uh, rest of the year goes on, uh, but he does come back into round 20 against the Titans, which is not the worst own. So like I said there in the chat with uh, Meany, if I can make the money work, maybe I can do Meany instead of Gutho. But look, um, I... I'm in 7,900 and something. So I just, uh, I'm just going to max trade this week when I never planned on it. I probably planned on doing one trade and then obviously the origin teams were picked. But also um, now I'm just like going to have a little bit of a trundle. I'm going to have a little bit of a throw at the stumps. Uh, so anyway, I'm bringing in Jermaine Asako. He's having a ripping year and he's worth 725000 Um, I like Chance too, but I just like Asako. He's, he's a really good goal kicker. Um, you know, he just keeps getting tries, doesn't he? So I think for this round in that matchup, which is not the worst either, um, he could be someone that scores well this week and I'm just not... I don't have the courage to not uh, own him. Uh, number two, I'm bringing in Sifatelikai. Now, um, I didn't have a bad taste in my mouth last year owning him because I bought him relatively cheap enough and I sold him. I think I held him maybe actually for the rest of the year, but at least I bought him cheap, you know. So um, I'm bringing him in because he's been um, scoring really well uh, this year, really consistently. Um, so that's the difference between, say, him and a, a Ramey. And I think that they've got, um, you know, Talakai's a hard worker. He's going to put in the, the base, but he's also... Um, in their slick attack with Nico and, and out going out that way, um, I reckon he could be on for some tries maybe or some try assists because he's got a good passing game on him. Um, and that's the thing too is um, his bad scores are acceptable in my view as well for Supercoach. So I am hoping that he gets over for some joy and makes those 60s into 80s, 90s, 100s um, as the Sharks warm up to the season. Uh, but I'm bringing him in. So I think Azarko and Talakai could get some joy this week and I'm bringing him in. Now, this is the rogue move for me. Um, it was the Gutho out because um, he was someone I really needed this week and I'm going to put in Will Kennedy. Now, remember, Gutho's averaging 80 and we're giving him big pats on the back saying, you're a legend, Gutho, what a trier. Well, he's only 10, 10 points the worse. Kennedy, uh, Kennedy's just 69.9. So he's, he's basically... He's basically 10 points behind Gutho. So even though it looks cheap and nasty, I reckon this week against the Tigers, this is one of those Hail Marys that you put uh, Kennedy in fullback. Um, and if they put on a big 50 or 60, Kennedy could be chiming into back lines, maybe even grab a couple himself as well. Um, and that's the Hail Mary from, you know, nearly 8,000 that I want to do. I'm just going to use the three trades and bring those three blokes in. Um, look, when we talk about um, captains and vices, look, it'd be... I mean, I don't know what your numbers are. You know, you're going to get your top 13. Um, but, you know, for me this week, you just got to, you have to have the VC on Nico Hines um, as a security blanket in case he goes bad. It's a no-brainer. Uh, and obviously, you know, your captain choices, um, look, the matchups in there that I like for players that have got um, some actual ceiling on them. Um, you know, look, I would be uh, happy to put a Sean Johnson against that Parramatta Eels team. I don't know if I'd go, um, well, look, Charles has got a couple of big daddy scores as well, but um, I I don't mind, um, you know, I don't mind one of those Dolphins in a Jermaine Asako, um, you know, against the Titans without a Tino and a Fafita. So um, those were I'd probably look um, for captains if you're going to go in there or something. Or just go really rogue. Just go and put it on Hudson Young or something. Go put it on... Uh, Whatever, Maddo, put it on, put it on Hopgood. He's going to be in there. Maybe, yeah, actually, he'd be a great captain, actually. Yeah, VC Hines into 
Hopgood. Hopgood for the captain. He'll get over for a try and he does his normal work and he'll score 100. That's what Hopgood does. All right, well, there you go. I did something. You don't have to keep sending me messages. You know, I've done a podcast. The third major buy around. Good luck, everybody. You know I love you a long time and oh, I'll try my best to get motivated and do these podcasts. We'll see, see how we go, eh? Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again this year. And maybe never.